This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Achremos, Tavshin Peves. Well, one of the main focuses of this week's parsha is the vote of Yom Kippur, of the Kohen Gadol. It also speaks about other halachas of the vote and the Beis HaMikdash. And one of those halachas is Shchut Eichutz. You're not permitted to shech the carbon outside the Beis HaMikdash or outside the Mishkan while they were in existence. In fact, in the beginning of Perik Zion, it tells us what happens if someone shechs outside the base of Migdash? So you see in Perik of Zion, Pasuk Dalit, Vel Pesach Alamoid Lohevu, Lahakiv Carbon Lashem, Lefnei Mishkan Hashem. If someone doesn't bring their carbon inside the Mishkan, inside the base of Migdash, Dam Yechashiv Leishahu, it should be considered like blood for that person. What does that mean? So the Pasuk explains, Dam Shafach, it's as if he spilled blood. And that person should get karis. He gets cut off from his people. Now, what does that mean? The Svar mask, of course, it's as if he spilled blood. He did spill blood. All animals have blood inside. You slaughter the animal, you spill blood. So the Ramban explains that up until the times of the Mabel, human beings were not permitted to slaughter an animal to eat it. According to some, if the animal was dead already, you're allowed to eat it. But you're not allowed to kill an animal to eat it. Once the Mabel was over, then Hashem said, you can now kill an animal to eat its flesh. Says the Ramban, this animal was not killed to eat. It was not killed for a carbon. You just killed an animal, and therefore it's as if you spilled blood. Rashi takes a more direct approach, and Rashi says, Dam Yechashev, it's as if it's considered blood. The Shavav Dam Adam, it's as if someone who killed a person, who spilled the blood of a human being. Shemizchayev Benafshav. And you have to pay with it with your life. Rashi compares shechting an animal outside the base of Mikdash, outside the Mishkan, for a carbon, is the same thing as killing a person. And therefore, the Pasuk says, you get curries for it. That is very difficult to understand. Okay, so maybe it's very bad to, to shecht an animal outside, carbon, outside the base of Mikdash, and the carbon's possible. But to compare it to killing another person, how is that possible? So the Svarim come and they, they harmonize the Pshat of Ramban and the Pshat of Rashi together. As follows. This animal, you could have eaten the animal. Would have been very nice. You would enjoy a meal. However, you took this animal, you made it for even a higher level. To fulfill a higher potential. Reach a higher level. And that is to be brought as a carbon for Hashem. To give it so much Kedusha, it's going to be put on the Mizbeach. And you went and you took away the potential of that animal. And now the animal cannot be eaten, and it cannot be brought as a carbon to Hashem. And you squash the potential of that animal. The Torah is trying to teach us how, how what a tragedy it is to squash the potential, even the potential of an animal that could have been so great to be brought in the Mizbeach. And the same thing when a person squashes the potential of another human being. If another human being has plans to do something, has aspirations to accomplish something, is working towards a goal, and you squash that person's aspirations. You put it down. That is something that's as if you're killing the person. You're killing the person by taking away his ability to accomplish his potential. And that's what the terror is trying to tell us. Killing that animal in a way that you quash it, squash its potential, the same thing when a person does that to, to a human being. Taking away that person's potential. Ramir Shapiro is mostly well known for starting Dafyemi. He's also known for starting the Yeshiva Chachmi Lublin, 
where he transformed the, the life of a yeshiva bachar. Instead of squandering around, looking around for food and a place to sleep, they would have a comfortable place to sleep, good meals to eat, and be able to learn well. And Rav Meir Shapiro went and he built Yeshiva Chachmi Lublin. Rav Meir Shapiro was born in 1887, another Zayin Adar. He was born in a city called Shatz. At that time, it was in the Austrian-Hungarian Empire. Today, it's in uh, Romania. And even as a young boy, he was known as the Eloy of Shatz, a child prodigy. And he learned mostly with his grandfather, the Mincha Shai. And he also learned with the Rav of the town, Rav Sholem Oswitz, the Shatz Rebbe. So then he went on to develop. He died very young at the age of 47. And even at the young age, he managed to accomplish so much for Klai Yisrael. He used to travel around, giving chizik, collecting money for the yeshiva. At one time he was in a town, and of course word got out that he was coming, and everyone came out to be macabre upon him, to greet him. And one of the people came over to him, and gave him his hand, said, Shalom Aleichem, he introduced himself, and then he said, I'm the son-in-law of Rav Shalom Oskos, of the Shatzar Rebbe, knowing that Rav Meir Shapiro had a close relationship with him. He says, oh, you're the son of the Shatzar Rebbe, very nice to meet you. Tell me, is your wife here with you? He said, yeah, she's over there. Do you mind, could you please bring her over here? I'd like to speak to her for a moment. Sure. He runs over, he gets his wife, and Rav Meir Shapiro says hello to her, and he says, tell me, do you remember me? She goes, of course. Do you remember they used to come to your house as a little boy to learn with your father? She goes, of course I remember. Do you remember afterwards, after finishing learning with your father, me, together with you and your siblings, we would play together? She goes, of course I remember that. And then he lowered his voice a little, little. He says, do you remember? I used to speak about this dream that I had, that I'm going to unite all the Jews to learn the same limud every day. I called it Dafyaymi. Do you remember that? She says, yeah, I remember that. And then he said, and do you remember your reaction and your friend's reaction to that? And she was quiet. And he says, you used to make fun of me. You called it a ridiculous dream. And you used to laugh at me. I'm daydreaming. I want you to know that that stayed with me. And every time I thought of starting Dafyaymi, I would remember those words, your words, how you put it down, you made fun of me with it. I want you to know that I almost didn't start Dafyomi because of that. Baruch Hashem, I was able to overcome, and I started. But I just want you to know how careful you have to be when you're dealing with other people to make sure that you don't squash their potential, but you encourage them, you praise them. Because a person could be forgiven for thinking that they are greater than they really are. But a person would not be forgiven for thinking that they are less than they really are. We all have tremendous potential and we all should live up to it. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.